Blog Talk Radio. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the catch. But 
But uh, anyway, yes, it was. Uh, so what went wrong in your mind's eye as a Cowboys fan uh, last season? Well, I mean, you summed it up with that. Uh, you know, they're in the they're in the uh, the playoffs. They're in right. Green Bay. Uh, Des Bryant makes a catch. The league yes, takes it away from us. Then yes, uh, we we miss out on the chance <laughs> to go in and, and face the Seattle Seahawks, who, by the way, we beat earlier in the season on their home field. Yes, you did. So um, right. I think we had a pretty solid chance of going in and, and seeing, uh, you know, seeing what we could do against uh, the alleged champions of this year. So uh, we got robbed. That's what happened last year. Oh, dude. You know, uh, you know it's bad, right? You know a cause egregiously bad when you have an avid Cowboys hater saying, that was BS, that was a catch. It was a catch. It was. Dude went over, it was. Dude went over. It was a spectacular catch. He made an effort of trying to get to the end zone before going out of bounds. But he had the catch. It was secure. It should have been first and goal, one yard line, and you know, with you know, with your offensive line, would have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's not a here nor there. I, I almost lost my, I almost like spilled my cereal watching that game. That's how bad that call was. Um, like, yeah. Serious? Well, I mean, you know, oh. I'm sorry. I last I checked, jumping for the end zone was a football move. Securing the ball with right. two hands and taking two steps towards the end zone, that kind of constitutes a football move. And uh, how you can say that's anything but a catch? I don't care what you, what kind of definition you're trying to use. Sorry, no, that's a catch. And so yeah, we got oh. robbed. And uh, now this year we get to we get to try it again. And uh, right. And uh, and interestingly enough, we do it without our uh, number one weapon from last year. As Marco Murray is uh, has cashed right. in. Up in Philadelphia, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm just I'm really baffled by that move by Philadelphia, dumping McCoy, uh-huh. and then turning around and and paying Demarco Murray, and who's you know, it, it just it just cracks me up because they talk about how, you know, you know how well he's going to do in their system, but then we see what what's happened to every every running back in the past. That's run for anywhere near that number of yards. What they and do that after number that. of carries too. Yeah, that number yeah. of carries, that number of yards. Yeah. There's a third, you know, at that age, that is, <laughs> you know, just a, just a, you know, a continuation of, of of every trend of a running back being done. I mean, I like Demarco Murray, and I would have been okay if we re-signed him, but not for that kind of money. And uh, right. you know, there's and, and and the fact you know they picked up. Uh, we picked up Darren McFadden from the Raiders, and what did they say about him? Oh, he gets hurt a lot. Well, guess what? Right. <laughs> Marco Murray's had exactly one healthy season last year. Yeah. He was yeah. injured right. and missed playing time a lot of it every other year leading up to it. So, I'm sorry. There's a there's a trend that just does not go in Philadelphia's favor there. And uh, you know, well, hey, if McFadden doesn't yeah. quite work out, I'm still I'm still looking at a guy that could easily put up a thousand yards. Falling down behind that offensive line, so I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm not too uh, worried about this uh, about this season. Besides that, you know, there's still some guys out there that are available. You know, Chris Johnson, um, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, 
hey, Steven Jackson's been avidly, you know, openly calling the Cowboys trying to get a tryout. So we do have options <laughs> if somebody right. doesn't work out. So sure. speaking of yeah. someone that could fall down behind an offensive line, that's what he did in Atlanta. So there you go. <laughs> he should be used to it. I can't believe he still doesn't have a job. That, that's that's baffling to me. I can't believe Steven Jackson doesn't have a job yet. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't put up much of a showing here, and uh, I don't think. I think people are basically looking at him as done. You know, you you move sure. those dreadlocks, and you can see the fork sticking out of his back. He's finished. It looks like so. <laughs> That's clever. That's very clever. Um, but at least you guys. You know, um, first of all, I have to agree with you for for like for the most part because you still have that awesome offensive line, Tony Romo, which means that Tony Romo doesn't have to be to ask to to, to do a lot. Because to your point, like Boo Boo the Fool can run for a push of a thousand yards behind him. Mm-hmm. And one thing you guys did get right to that extension, you got that right. And if mm-hmm. you guys mess around with Bryant, you know what? I, I wouldn't be as optimistic for you guys as I am right as I am currently am. Even Sam yep. and Marco Murray. I think you guys, yeah, I, yeah. That, that, I mean, that was huge. We signed, uh, I'm sorry, not number sign, but signing Des Bryant to that extension was huge. It was huge. It was the right thing to do, too. Well deserved. Yeah, and you know what? You pay the guy, you pay the man his money, and mm-hmm. uh, let him go out and, and do what he does. Throw the ball, let him yank it out of the air, and... <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> throw his arms across each other for that X thing that he does in the end zone and let him get touchdowns for you. Um, yep. pro- you know, the, frankly, you know, the running game's still going to be solid and, you know, probably above average if nothing else, but you might see mm. a better year statistically out, out of Tony Romo. Maybe not as high a, a efficiency, but bigger numbers, oh, yeah? more touchdowns, more yards. I can okay. definitely see that happening just because, you know, there's, there's going to be a little more emphasis on him and a little less on the run game, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. But you know what? I, what I did like about you, you guys last year off is there was that balance I hadn't seen out of you in a very long time. You know, you had the Michael yep. Murray carrying the rock who was healthy. You managed to stay healthy all year for a change. And mm-hmm. you almost rushed for 2,000 yards at that. How about that? And That's you guys, right. It was like, it's, like the, it's like the triplers part, too. Romo. A little bit. DeMarco. A little bit, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it just reminded me of that. And that's that balance that was huge because it helped Tony Romo a lot. To your point, he only had nine interceptions all of last year. It wasn't that mistake you know, waiting to happen. Yeah. And considering he was so, coming off of back surgery, this yeah, he's in better right. shape than he was last year. That's why right, I expect, right. you know, I, I mean, he put up, he put up numbers uh, for efficiency. I think his quarterback rating was one of the top – uh, ratings of all time, mm. but you know yeah, mainly because yeah, yeah, because you get too many people trying to stack the box to slow down Demarco, and suddenly you got one on one with Dez. Dez is going to win that, you know. Right. Oh, right. oh yeah, let's not forget about uh, Jason Witten, one of the best tight ends of right. all time. Old faithful, <laughs> mm-hmm. old faithful. You know, still still six to four receptions last year, five touchdown mm-hmm. receptions. Not yep. bad for an old dude, right? For a guy that spends a lot of his free time blocking, right? Not bad at all. So, to, okay, okay. To to that point, it's obvious that Jason Witten can't believe I'm not saying this about him, but 
with Dez on the team, he's declaring them. He, he's declaring number two option. Um, but who? What a wideout will actually take the pressure off of Des Bryant, especially coming to the season because everyone knows Des Bryant. You know, is a man. Everybody knows about Jason Witten. So yep. who's that third receiving option that could possibly take the pressure? Because I see Cole Beasley had a decent year. Um, Terrence Williams had a decent year. Both had 37 receptions for eight yep. for four um, and eight touchdowns, respectively. Cole Beasley is doing his best to be the poor man's Wes Welker. He's trying his best. He's okay. built about the same way. He's he's yeah. you know, and I don't I don't understand why every team doesn't try to have someone like that, some small, undersized, quick guy that kind of just suddenly finds himself open and it's hard to get a hold of. I mean, I understand right. the, 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 you know, everyone wanting the big six foot three, six foot four wide receiver, that there's nothing you can do to stop him. But mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime, dink and dunk now and again to one of these little guys like a Cole Beasley and watch him just chew up yards until suddenly you're in, you're in red zone territory and then you throw it to the big guy. It just makes all right. kinds of sense to me, and I'm glad they're doing that because it, uh, it's a definite weapon that they can use at any time with him. But, uh, but also to your point, yeah, you mentioned Terrence Williams. He's, uh, he was only, what, second year last year? And yeah. they're projecting a, lot of, you know, a big step up from him. So, um, you know, he's gotten through, uh, gotten through the rookie time, had his little uh, sophomore issues, and now he's ready to, you know, he's primed to take off. So, uh, like I said, their their passing game could be really devastating this year after their running game was was all world last year. Yeah, and that's the thing. So that that really helped y'all, and uh, mm-hmm. I see more of that this year for you guys. So, yeah. But speaking, of, but you know, you guys straight on offense, no worries there. Defensively, I thought you guys made some strides. You there were still some times where it was like bend but don't break, in a few games, mm-hmm. like particularly later in the year, but. I think Rod Marinelli, as you guys touch on balling, I think it's going to get better because he seems like no dual crap kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So um, I, I think that they're going to do even better on defense. So what was your take on the strides that made last year? Because I don't have the rankings in front of me, uh, statistical right. rankings in front of me, but I'm sure I know that they, they did a hell of a lot better than the year before. And and you know what? That's frankly what surprised me. I, I went into I'll, I'll you know full disclosure. I had a prediction of about five and eleven or six and ten for him last year, and I was wrong. I remember that. Um, I did not see. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I basically figured we were going to be trying to come from behind, and that Tony Romo was going to be throwing either game-winning touchdowns to lead him from you know to to get a comeback, or you know game-killing right. interception. That's basically what I expected all last year. I had no expectations of anything like what we saw. That mm-hmm. being said, I didn't mm-hmm. think the offensive line was going to be quite that good, and I didn't expect DeMarco Murray to be healthy all year. So right. um, if you know, if we have even a running back by committee, and I think we've got you know, a decent enough committee to get by there, a healthier Tony Romo, a better, uh, better receiving core that looks like that, um, I'm looking at what we've got on defense um, before we get to – to Greg Hardy, um, yeah. I'm looking at uh, Demarcus Lawrence, our you know, our draft pick that was really coming on strong last year. Him and okay. and, uh, right. and this rookie Randy Gregory that I think you're going to have two kind of two really great speed pass rushers that are going to do some damage there because you've got uh, you know Teron Smith is an all world left tackle 
and Gregory's going right. against him every single practice. And they said that he's, uh, you know, the speed he's got, he's been able to get around Smith a lot. And wow. that's huge. Uh, you know, he's not a he's not a big guy, but he's got some some real speed. Kind of, you know, I think they've given him the number. I believe he's wearing ninety four, which right. is Demarcus Ware's number. And I think you're going to see kind of a a version of that. You know, it may take him a couple of years to really get going, but if we get a fraction of that early on, <clears throat> with uh, you know, with Hardy and Lawrence, I think you got yourself a pass rush, and uh, you know, Sean Lee can stay upright for half the season. That's a that's an improved defense, and that you know, and the you know the 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 corners, they drafted one with number one pick, Byron Jones. I'm hearing nothing but good things, but then again, you know, I mean, it's training camp. Everybody's everybody's doing great things, and Marcus Mariota still hasn't thrown an interception because we're keeping track of that in training camp now, evidently. But um, I mean, you know, when oh, I look God. at what they did in the draft, I'm kind of I'm my jaw kind of dropped. It was just kind of a you know, with one flaw. I mean, where they didn't draft themselves a running back, they drafted a tackle or or a guard in the third round when they should have grabbed a running back. Yeah. Right. Considering they got, yeah. what's his name, Lyle, um, what's his name, uh, Lyle Collins, as an undrafted mm-hmm. free agent who should have been a, you know, a first-round pick. And they got Hardy because of some, you know, two guys that because, one for legitimate character issues and one guy because they had uh, suspic- suspicions about him. Technically, they got three first-round draft picks this year. Yeah. You know? Right. And they and got him in the first, the second, and undrafted free agency. Anything yeah, else they get in the draft is just is just pure gravy. So, um, I I've been I'm kind of shocked when I see competence. I mean, seeing competence in a draft that Jerry Jones is in charge of. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the whole world's coming to an that's end, Scott. Jones. That's that's Stephen yeah, Jones. Maybe that's Stephen Jones. In the that, back. that could be. I, that could be. Yeah, that's Stephen Jones. Yeah, I, that's what I think. I think. I think you know. It, you know, I, you know, and I think this urban legend turned out to be true last year when he allegedly took the card out of Jerry Jones's hands that would have been for Johnny Manziel. Um, you could see that Stephen Jones's influence creeping in. I think, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he's probably the next in line to actually own the team, and he's taking yep. more of a leadership role, and which is good for y'all because it seems like Stephen Jones is not to crack with Jerry Jones. Seems like a nice dude, hell of a businessman, but. You know, Stephen looks like the type of guy that would say, "Hey, let's hire an expert for this," instead of assuming I can do it all myself, like Dad did. Right, right. there, that puts us in a right. better position. So, you know, if you're willing to spend like Jerry, and actually have a GM, that's a winning combination. You know, that's a right. So, I, you know, I'm scared to the, to make the statement that I'm optimistic about this season because uh, you know every time I do that, <laughs> they stink it up. So. Uh, you know, you, you know, you know how I am when I watch a game. I'm real superstitious when it comes to sports. I gotta have a, you know, I gotta sit a certain way. I gotta, you know, I, I don't know if you remember me in college. I had to drink a, a can of Mountain Dew in the first half, a can of Mountain Dew in the second half. I mean, I had to do it exactly right. I didn't bother last year. I refused to pay attention, and they came out winning. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my my whole pattern of negligence as far as the team is concerned and see if that works again. Right. Yeah. So it's like you wait for the other shoe to drop, you know. If you try to do everything like like how you did before, 
when they were actually yep. War Dynasty in the night. So um, mm-hmm. I think he, he like here's my take home message. I, I guess he like from a fan, like from a fan standpoint, football fan standpoint. <laughs> I think as long as as long as you keep the running game going, it seems like it'll be easy to do. He's easier to do to, now that you have the all world offensive line. Um, yep. Which means that Jer- that uh, I almost Carol called him Jerry Jones. Um, Tony Romo wouldn't have to do but so much like he did last year, and Des mm-hmm. Bryant is still Des Bryant, and Jason Witten still old faithful. I think you guys be fine yep. offensively. I also think that with Mark Rod Malinari, with Mark Marinelli on the show on defense in year two, and still with his instilling his, instilling his no B, BS kind of attitude into those linemen. Those defenders, and also with Greg Hardy coming along, I think you guys would be even better on defense. But speaking of Greg Hardy, what's your, what's your feelings? I know, I know how you feel about certain things, like the like the way uh, 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 Hardy, like the things that Hardy was accused of and was really convicted. Yep. Um, by the way, um, do you feel kind of dirty having him on your squad, even though he will help your pass rush? Just shape of wise thing, but how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, we'd all like to have a bunch of, you know, pristine choir boards playing for our team so that we could have that moral high ground on everybody. Um, <laughs> <Guess> not. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't that doesn't really seem to work out for the league. Plus, if he's going to get himself straightened out and, you know, if he straightens himself out and changes and does things differently, then, mm-hmm. you know, you know how that, that works in sports. We always seem to forgive. But I will say this, if he does right. – Anything remotely like this again, I want him gone. I don't want him wearing that star. Right. You're not the only one. So you know, give him, give him, give him his chance. But if he ruins it, if he does what he should, you know, if he crosses the line again, he needs to be gone. He needs to be in jail. So, right. You know, if he he needs to treat this like the opportunity it is, be you know, be grateful he is where he is, and do everything he right. can to 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 fly the straight and narrow, and and uh, you know, and change the ways that he had in the past. Yeah, and that's the thing. But, you know, you you asked, do I feel dirty? Do I feel dirty? I cheer for a team owned by Jerry Jones. How do you think I feel? Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) The hypocrisy is just reeking of hypocrisy, I guess. (laughs) Oh, man, I get your point, bro. I get your point. Hey, but keep in mind, this is the same squad on the Jerry's watch that once employed the now Hall of Famer, Charles Haley. So yep. there you go. You know, I mean, at least Charles Haley had mental illness as his excuse, but I mean, that's actually never hit. He never hit anybody, uh, let alone a woman. So um, no, but that's not here nor there. Yeah, the stories about so Charles Haley are yeah, all so, on a different level, a different area. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. So okay, we we touched upon last season a little bit. We touched upon the drive. We touched upon new. You know who thought who we would think would pick up the slack for Demarco Murray. So I haven't said all of that, and I hate to ask you mm-hmm. this question, brother. But how do you think your boys going to do this season? I was looking through the schedule. Point. You know, think, looking at yeah. you know, thinking about talking with you about this. Um, mm-hmm. I think you know, and I, I you know, last year. I think they overachieved. They won some games that maybe no one expected to. They kind of jumped out on some people early on. They're not sneaking up yeah. on anybody this year. But I'm looking at their schedule, oh, no. and, I mean, it's nothing nothing really 
I mean, we play some playoff teams, but, right. uh, you know, we're in Green Bay, you know, in the cold weather, okay? We play against right. Seattle, but at home. We play New England. We may not even be facing Tom Brady. So, right. I mean, I'm just looking. Those are the those are the toughest games. Um we play at Miami. We get to we get to play at Tampa Bay. I'm real worried there. Um, I know. Right? We play the Jets. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm looking. There, there's some really, really bad teams on this schedule we face. So I'm I'm thinking we could be probably yep. 11 and five. I don't see I don't see how Philadelphia really takes it from us. Here's here's something that does throw me a little bit and makes me a little concerned. We're okay. looking at every three years. Every three years, the Giants seem to figure things out. And everyone's mm. probably written them off this year. But this is that third year again where Eli is competent. Right. You know, when he's got, he's got <laughs> Beckham and Cruz to throw to, they get any right. kind of a running game, and uh, maybe the rest of the defense steps up kind of, you know, kind of to make up for the fact that, uh, what's his name? Well, Four Fingers is not going to be there, you know? So... <laughs> He's an idiot, by the way, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, you know. Oh, What's that, God. holding explosives with my hand? What could go wrong? Yeah. I'm, I mean, come on. This is something, you know. <laughs> oh, what a This what is a something I grew up watching idiots burn, you know, bust up their hands. You always heard about people losing fingers with fireworks as a right, kid. Right, Never, I mean, and this year we had two grown men, professional athletes with, you know, one with millions of dollars on the line, and all he has to do is get through the season uninjured, and he literally blows yeah. off his finger. Good yeah. grief! Yeah, you know what, dude? If you have you seen there's a picture that I guess I don't know the New York Times, not New York Times, but but the New York Post got a hold of. It's allegedly what was what was JP JPP's fingers looked like before the bandage. Before the bandaging, so if, okay. if, if if you got if you have a segment for gruesome pictures, you, you, you should Google that bad boy and take a look see for yourself. It's quite terrible, to say the least. Mm. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> mm. is right. Now, yeah, I'm looking. I'm 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 looking at the schedule too. The only team, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I know that the Giants. You know, to your point. They, it's like they, 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 they like like they have years so they just come out of nowhere, win nine to ten games, yeah. get as a wild card, and make some noise in the playoffs as a wild card. They seem to do it like every so often. I guess they do this year to your point, but it's interesting because you guys get the Giants at home, who for some reason does well at Dallas for some reason, and you guys go to Philly. Now I'm not yep. I'm not too I'm not too I'm not too concerned about the Philly game for you all because for some for some reason you guys are an excellent road team. You went undefeated on the road last season for crying out. Yeah, I, that, I don't see that. I don't see that repeating this year. But okay, uh, okay. I mean, you know, how often does that happen in the league? You know, we've got to, we play. You know, we play all of our division on the road, of course, and we play in New <laughs> Orleans, uh, who's mm-hmm. not going to be as good as they were last year, but they do kind of step it up against Dallas because there's that. That uh, regional rivalry, um, right? You know, but and we play in Miami, but it's kind of towards the end of the year, so the heat won't be much of a factor. 
We do play in Green Bay. I don't. I don't. I've got that one down as a loss. I've mm-hmm. got us basically going four and two in our division, and okay. You know, again in those six games, you know maybe we lose. Uh, maybe we lose a you know, couple of road games here and there. I you know, maybe we lose against New England because Brady's back. You know, and they're on the full vengeance scale early on in the year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but and I, like I said, I think eleven and five, and that puts us. That yep. should win the division, probably a home game. Um, right. And, you know, as long as we're not having to go to to Green Bay with the same horrible referees as last year, I'm not really worried about anybody in the <laughs> NFC. I mean, I can right. – I'm not – I mean, I'm not blown away by anybody. Seattle's – Seattle is Seattle, but we showed, you know, we pounded down their throats. We can take them. Um, yeah. I'm, like I said, we're, you know, we got the offensive line, and that, you know, running behind that, and and not only did they, not only do they have, you know, a phenomenal offensive line, but they've got depth. They got guys that that you know would be starting on a lot of teams that are sitting and waiting mm-hmm. for a chance. So, yeah. um, you know, even if somebody goes out, we've got, have. we yeah, I know, it's been you know, in that position, you can, you know, you can go a little a little <clears> light in running back, which they may have done. So provided these guys aren't just complete losers, you know, that we've got running the ball, we should mm-hmm. be, you know, we should see some success this year. Right. And there you go. Uh, one last thing, not to drudge up bad memories again, but okay. do you sometimes find yourself thinking, what if, like, what if they upheld that Des Bryant catch and go on and punch it in for a score, take the lead? Hold on to win the game because they outplayed Green Bay in that game. The last team, they went up there. They were they were doing what they were doing, what, what they had to do. Totally outplayed. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember vividly that, I, and I'm sure you remember this too. When 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 DeMarco Murray had that big old hole on the, was the left side, and he had a number <laughs> of real estate in front of him. But uh, what's his face, Julius Peppers? I stripped the ball from behind. And that that the game turned right there, but all yeah. in all, how many times do you find yourself thinking, "What if?" Well, you know, you've got that, you know, those kinds of situations. I'm hoping, and I, I kind of, you know, it, the way it played out might really come out yes. and, and 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 do well for us. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. an embarrassing loss like that, or or a loss where you realize just what could have been, makes you take things all the more seriously. You may have a right. you know you may have a, a completely dedicated squad, a dedicated organization. I think that's kind of when they saw the way that played out, and they looked at this. I think that's why you see Jerry Jones rolling the dice with Hardy, and doing everything he mm-hmm. could in the draft, and you know picking things up. And, and that's why don't be surprised if uh, you know. And I don't think it'd be Ray Rice because there's a lot of you know there's some questionable character guys already. Sure, we might course. be kind of at our quota there, so I don't think Ray Rice. <laughs> we can't do every redemption project in the league, but um, right. if uh, you know Chris Johnson um, or or Stephen Jackson comes in as a running back, don't be surprised that, that Jerry Jones doesn't push all his chips in the middle of the table this year, because there was mm-hmm. you know that opportunity was real real close for us last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it was. It really you know, was. It really was. I mean, that being. That being said, I don't know that we could have taken mm-hmm. Green or taken uh, New England 
with all of these guys in their first Super Bowl. I would right. I would much rather be facing you. you know be facing some other squad that doesn't have the experience you know too young young you know let let us play the Colts or whatever something like that right. as opposed to you know to somebody that you know Brady going for his fifth you know sixth three whatever you know one for the thumb for him you know that's the last thing that that they're they're looking for but uh, then again who knows right. who knows who knows so. No yeah, it's, it was it no was correct. tough the way it ended, but uh, I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to this season. I wasn't looking forward to last season. I thought it was going to be unpleasant the whole year. You know, five maybe six well. wins is what I was looking <laughs> at. So, one. right. Hey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't the only one. I remember. I mean, hell. You, I mean, you could listen to it. I'm sure you watch all ESPN, the NFL covers of ESPN, for example. Yeah, people like Skip Bayless, who's a diehard Cowboys fan. And then and, and a lot and a host of others who were just mm-hmm. who were just like praying for seven wins. To be frank, praying for oh, seven yeah. wins, and a lot of, a lot of pundits had y'all finishing dead last. I hey, seven wins so, would have been overachieving. Based, I thought that everything would have had to break right, and maybe some other team we were right. facing had already made it to the playoffs, and we could get a cheap win at the end of the year. That's how I had us getting to seven. <laughs> I did wow. not. I, there's no way I saw 12. So, yeah, and I don't see 12 well, I again. I think you have to be better this year. Yeah. Oh, you don't see 12 again. Yeah, but I, I think I think I, I, you guys have at least 10 wins. This is a, at least a 10 win team. I mean, everybody's the same. The, the personnel still on offense. Says to Marco Murray, but still, you still have the offensive line. And again, the defense mm-hmm. is going to get better, especially with Greg Hardy and some of the draft picks y'all, you know, y'all made last year and this year. So yep. I, I think I honestly think the only team that's stopping you, your, your, uh, stopping you guys, or or your, or yourselves. Uh, I think Dallas. The only team that can beat Dallas is Dallas, in, in, like in the uh, NFC East. I mean, they're the team to beat, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe Philly can sniff that second. But I don't think you have anything to worry about, unfortunately. But I, I think anyway, I think where we're young. And, where we're young, it's not a bad place uh-huh. to be too young. On the defensive line, so you got young, hungry guys. Yeah. Um, right. You know, we've got a couple of you know the young receivers are not in in primary positions. Dez is Dez is uh, experienced enough. <clears throat> Romo and Witten, you know, two of the leaders on the offense. They've been around long enough. This is kind of their. They don't have too many options. There's you know too many opportunities going on. This is kind of their their deal. So they're going to be given everything they've got. You know, and you pick up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a few guys on the defense that are, you know, in the right position. Uh, like I said, Sean Lee can be upright and, and actually on the field at the end of the year. I like our chances against anybody. Yep. There you go. There you go. Hey, yo, man. Thanks a lot, man. This was fun. I'm sure we'll be yeah. talking through like during the season, and uh, you and several other Cowboys fans we both went to school with. So. <laughs> Uh, yep. This is fun, dude. Thanks a lot. And say hello to your lovely family for me. Will do. You as well. All right. Take care, man. Bye. All right. So that was Jeremy Winters, Cowboy fan, big Cowboys fan, breaking down this season. I do remember last season he was totally, totally, totally down this boy, as as was the case of most of Cowboy Nation. Again, like I said, he and Skip Bayless were considered – Seven wins, miraculous. Instead, turned into a 12-4 season. 
a lot of the same person are coming back. And I say this as a Cowboy hater, unfortunately, they're going to be good again. Let's just see how the running game shapes out. But anyway, this is Scott Burks with the Clown Hour. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the NFL preseason weekend. Until next time, oh, six. Night.